Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman. Our next guest up is Mark Z, a Mark Z moment. Give us an employment update. What are you seeing in the marketplace, Mark? John, first, great to see you and, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, what I thought we should talk about now that we're, we're returning to, the, um, to a regular employment balance, I say, because what a lot of employers decide to have sort of a hybrid arrangement because a lot of major employers have had people and employees working totally remote for the last few years, and we're going to a remote. The next subject now that was sort of on the back burner was um, tuition. And the, um, the people um, who have joined these companies or joined the law firms in terms of any job what's affecting them are um, loan debt and tuition debt. And there's sort of two things that are really come on the radar screen now in the marketplace. One is um, different students, especially, or parents have tried too, but, but students who have paid for their tuitions are suing universities to try to get some kind of a discount on the t- tuition they paid during the pandemic. And... Um, with the early, argument being that they didn't get the full value that they paid for by not having uh, all of the, um, I, I'm, I'm guessing, live interaction uh, experiences. Um, correct. And, and beyond so, just that, the whole collegiate experience. <laughs> correct. Well, the argument of the, the students is that it's an online degree. And, um, you know, if you, if I wanted, with the proverbial you, wanted to go to a University of Phoenix or a, um, a college that's really based on online learning, that's fine, but that that tuition is substantially less than a university where you have in-class learning. And so they're saying that they attended the the classes, but they didn't have that physical um, in-class learning. They didn't have that physical being able to have that interaction with the professor and um, just what goes into that in-class learning versus remote learning. And um, the argument of the universities are, first of all, we provided the best possible education at the time. It was a temporary solution to keep education going. We still had to pay the teachers the same. We still had our same course. You did have the proper credits that you received and it was a temporary solution the best solution due to the health pandemic that was going on. And initially, a lot of the courts um, passed on it and they said, look, you don't have standing and um, to sue. And the court said that we're not going to let these cases to proceed. In fact, many states are coming up with a, um, um, a law that will say to protect the university that will say the universities are not responsible for paying back tuition because we told them that for the safety of their students, they needed to, um, you know, to have students go into sort of stay in place type situations Mm -hmm. in their homes, in their apartments. And you and I have family members that went through that. So So it sounds sort of like the insurance clause that says act of God, you know, we're not responsible for any acts of God pandemic, probably falling under that category. (laughs) Correct. Correct. But the but the families come back and, and the students come back and say, well, that was then, that was now, this is then. 
and you didn't have that. And that's great that you have a bill, but what happens before? Now, what's interesting is um, the argument um, in the, it's, that's really heating in terms of uh, George Washington and American University, and there was a lawsuit with Catholic University. One of the, um, one of the points that was made by the Supreme Court justice nominee, um, um, Katanji Brown Jackson, is that um, this was a temporary solution. We are not an online uh, learning degree center or university. And so um, she pushed back and said that it should not go forward. But um, some of the, the majority of, of district of circuit court judges are saying to the district court, let's revisit this because a lot of district court um, judges had passed on this. And, and, I, and I think one, one of the challenges that you point out is once the door is open, so to speak, uh, you know, it'll probably lead to a flood of, uh, of litigation, I would imagine. So what's the implication for employers, for prospective employees? I would imagine, you know, you're, there may be a shift in terms, uh, I think you alluded to a little bit of a shift in terms of um, prospective employers uh, trying to attract talent, dealing with uh, potential to either pay tuition or reimburse for uh, tuition costs. And I know a lot of students struggling with debt loads, um, you know, ability to, to actually, uh, you know, not only fund their debt, but to live in increasingly expensive urban environments. Um, you know, the old 30% uh, of your salary going towards housing costs doesn't really apply in a marketplace where, you know, your housing costs 60% of, of what you earn. So what's the implication or what are you seeing in, in the market and how do employers deal with it? Well, a few great, great questions, John. A few years ago, I would say probably five, to five years ago, maybe eight years ago, um, the government or major, um, whether it was the federal government or the state government said, if you take a job in the public domain, working for an agency, working for the government, working for the, for the attorney general's office, the district attorney's office, we will help you if you stay here over X amount of years, um, pay down your tuition. So that was a concept that was used. And I know we've worked with um, different aspiring lawyers who have said, yes, this is a better opportunity and I'm interested in the private sector, but I have to balance between paying back my tuition. Now, the private sector employers are saying, if you, if you come over, it's sort of like a signing bonus. If you come over, what is your tuition debt right now? So you provide what the tuition debt, debt is. We will pay down this amount sort of like as a signing bonus. We will pay this off. And in a lot of cases, it won't be taxed because... Um, it's a company. It's the company that's doing this, and the company can pay it on behalf of somebody as a benefit. So mm. that needs to be worked out with the IRS. But different companies have different concepts. But the, the 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 bottom line is what they're saying is we'll pay off that debt. So in return for you um, staying here X amount of years or coming for a certain period of time. And then obviously there's a clawback if the person leaves after a certain time, just like there's a clawback if they leave um, state or federal government. So these are definitely situations that beyond the federal government, what the federal government is trying to say, okay, we'll dismiss this. It's, it's an incentive that a lot of um, um, employees are taking seriously. 
Yeah, well, I would imagine it, it needs to be. And as I alluded to earlier, you know, we're really caught in a situation where, um, you know, uh, let, let's not talk about, you know, college and, and graduate school, uh, people barely getting by, but, you know, you got people earning minimum wage. Um, how do they uh, afford to live um, in any sort of urban area with uh, costs rising so dramatically? You know, we're seeing inflation. It's, it's easy to say 10%, 12%, oh, a tank of gas is an extra four or five bucks, but start aggregating those numbers and it just doesn't add up. <laughs> you know, you, you talk about four or five bucks to fill up a gas tank and if you're doing it once a week and, you know, that's three, four hundred dollars to somebody earning fifteen thousand dollars a year. That's that's a big deal. Correct. Um, and Correct. so, you know, it seemed to me that um, in an employment environment that's increasingly challenging to attract and retain good people, um, employers need to get creative with the extent of the benefits that they're offering. And, um, you know, uh, tuition uh, seems to be a hot button for a lot of people, obviously, for good reason. Uh, Correct. You know, as, as those of, uh, as we all know, outpaced inflation for the better part of the last four decades. Um, so... Good stuff as always, Mark. Well, um, if people want to reach out to you, talk more about the services that you offer and your employment staffing, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Thanks, John. Well, as always, it's been a pleasure talking to you this morning. First of all, um, you can Google Mark Z, M-A-R-C, and the letter Z will come right up, or um, um, markzlegal.com, M-A-R-C-Z-L-E-G-A-L.com, and 617-338-1300. Excellent. And we'll be right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.